Welcome to Dad Puzzles, Everything Dad. If you're questioning yourself about dad functions, duties, and life in general, you've come to the right place. Parenthood can be tough. Learning to juggle caring for your baby with your career and also keeping things fresh with your partner can be a struggle. But we're here to make things easier with helpful tips for making the most of your situation. Being a dad may seem like a puzzle, but it's one you can definitely solve. Now here's your host, Dr. Suleiman Ijani. Welcome, welcome to Dad Puzzles. Today, uh, we are very fortunate to have a good friend of mine. You know, Jim, Jim is a good friend of mine. He's everything financial planner. Uh, so if you have any issues on financial planning, he's the guy to go to. But I'll let himself introduce to you guys, you know, you know, like, welcome Jim, my friend. Thank you, Suli. Happy to be on. Um, so yes, my official title is financial advisor, which is a pretty broad title. Um, some people are like, well, what, what does that mean? Um, so what I do is I help people with basically anything that comes to money. Um, tax mitigation, insurance planning, and wealth management are really our three concentrations. Um, a lot of times, especially in the medical field with doctors, um, as they continue to make more and more of a surplus with their money and they don't know what to do with it, um, and how to be more tax efficient with it, uh, that's really where I come into play. So it's, it's more about, um, you know, what can we do for ourselves? And, and I would say a lot of it is education right. and educating people around what we, we can do for ourselves long term to, you know, put more money into our pocket and less than Uncle Sam's. So that's, that's really the thought process. That is, there's no way I could have described that myself. So that's fantastic. Thank you, sir. <laughs> it's um, all good. <laughs> yes, sir. And, you know, uh, you know, this is something different today because I've, I've you know, like I've had a couple of milestones before because my first one was about, I thought I'll be talking to only dads. And then I realized, hmm, wait a second, ladies, they're our mothers, our sisters, our, our wives as well. So they, they know us more than we, you know, like we know ourselves sometimes. So I, I started doing, you know, like talking with the ladies as well. And it's been fantastic. And also, you know, in terms of men, you know, we need to, you know, we have people at different stages. And I think you're, your stage is particularly special because uh, you're, you know, you're not a father yet and, and you're not into the realm of marriage and everything. But it's still important because people can learn from you and, you know, in terms of, let's say, how you vision yourself, you know, being a father or how do you prepare yourself being a father? How, you know, how has that been going for you? Yeah, so I definitely want to be a father. Um, yes, I don't know when, um, but we'll see. Um, but the thought process for me is I, I've you know been around my friends and their kids, and the one thing that they keep telling me is that as soon as that baby's born, you know, every single thing that you do revolves around them. Whether it's scheduling, whether it's you know babysitting, whether it's working, whether it's going out for dinner, um, no matter what it is, the, the you know the kids come first. So. Um, and I'm all for it though. I mean, I, you know, it's a huge responsibility. Um, you, you, you know, you're, you're basically crafting and, and molding a human, um, and, and, you know, you're imparting their belief, your beliefs on them, but you want them to be good, uh, contributors to society as well. You want to raise them with good values. So I just kind of take it all in. I, 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 I understand now kind of seeing it. I don't think as much as an actual, if I was an actual dad, but I've, a way better idea than I did five years ago of what goes into, you know, um, 
the full-time commitment that it is to raise children. Oh, that is fantastic. So, you know, because, you know, I'm glad to hear this because, you know, you have some folks, they say maybe uh, they happen to be parents, but it was maybe accidents or whatever, you know, like in terms of life. But uh, it's better to to have people that are kind of aware and, you know, that will make them better, you know, like I believe, than just be, you know. One of my uh, good friends uh, back in the days, uh, she was a psychiatrist. She told me that, uh, you know, because we were seeing many cases of, let's say, dads doing horrible things or, you know, um, based on, let's say, maybe influence from alcohol or just, you know, like, uh, uh, you know, like psychiatric illnesses. And then she said, I wish we had given people the license to become dads than just, you know, because we give people license to, to like, drive, but then how come we don't have such thing for becoming a parent? And I think this is something very important, right? So, so thank you, sir. Oh, yeah. Um I was just going to say, it's, it's one of those things where uh, you, you go into it. I, I think f that's the one thing for me is I think sometimes in your 20s, or you're, you know, you're young and you don't think about really what it takes to be a good parent or even what a good relationship looks like with your significant other. And so you go into it and you're just like, oh, no, we'll always be together forever. And then really you haven't maybe even talked about some of the stuff that's most important to raising children or, or being in a good environment. So, um, you know, I, I look back on it and I, I kind of think about my own mindset when I was in my 20s. And uh, I know I wasn't prepared for it. Um, maybe maybe towards my late 20s or even now, obviously, I'd feel a lot more comfortable doing it. But I think you got to be really in a good spot yourself mentally. Uh, and as you were partner as you're as well aligned with you got to be really well aligned with what your goals are in both work and life and what you want out of life before you start having kids that's my own thought process but again not every situation is like that right accidents happen and sometimes you just got to react to what goes on um, but if you can line it up you know in a, in a perfect manner that'd probably be the way that people would want to go you just there's also probably not a lot of people that the perfect circumstances happen in which you have kids. So um, that's just a little bit of life right there. That, that, that is very true. And, you know, you know, like you're mentioning how your, your experience with, uh, with the, you know, like with your friends and, and, you know, like in family, but, you know, so far, what has been like your plan, you know, like in terms of the preparing, uh, whether it's financially or emotionally, do you have any plans along those, uh, those two realms? Well, what's nice about uh, being a financial advisor is you essentially run your own business, uh, at least for me. Um, I can't really speak to other companies, but why I always like that is because it be provides a lot of financial freedom in the sense that as long as you're willing to do you know, the work that you got to do, you can make your own schedule. And to me, that's really, really important because work-life balance is uh, just so essential to quality of life. And so when I think about what I would like to do when I'm a, with dad is I want to be able to, if I want to coach T-ball, you know, or coach baseball for my kids or right. be at all my son's games or my daughter's dance recitals, recitals whatever it is, that I have the time to do so. And I can tell people, and hey, no, I'm, I'm not working past 5 p.m. today because I got to be somewhere. So that's what's really been great about the thought process is long term is, you know, I, I, I kind of I work all hours now just because I'm a single guy and I don't really have to worry too much about, you know, obligations outside of myself. Right. Uh, but that's really the thought process is, is work hard now so I can reap the benefits so that, you know, I don't have to feel guilty about not working when it you know comes to having kids. Well, that's fantastic. 
And then, you know, one of the uh, gentlemen that I spoke to that was almost in your shoes, but uh, he was already married and they were, you know, they were looking maybe to have kids. He was trying to see maybe, uh, you, you know, his, uh, his idea was to allocate some time uh, for himself, you know, maybe like in terms of the vacationing and stuff like that, so that kind of he's used to that when the baby comes, you know, you know, because sometimes when you're used to just being go, 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 and then when the time comes, you're not used to taking the time off, it can be a shock. So maybe you, you can apply the, you know, a little bit of that method, just a little bit of it, you know, because you want to be really financially stable, like you mentioned. That's a very good goal. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yes, sir. And then, you know, what is the, you know, yeah, what you say, what's your advice to dads that are trying to, uh, you know, they're about to, you know, they, they want to ensure like a financially stable future and uh, they're almost in your, you know, um, uh, you know, like in your shoes in terms of, let's say, they don't have um, kids yet, they're married or they're not even married. So besides themselves, let's say, working hard, with what they do, do you advise them maybe to like uh, maybe grow their um, to kind of explore their their careers, or is there like a time limit for that? You think? Yeah. Um, so the one thing that I can say is I know that our reps um, and my coworkers that do have kids, you know, everything is kind of blocked out for them of, you know, Hey, this is, you know, I just can't meet with somebody at this time or, um, it's just, it's not going to happen. And I think, um, my only advice, again, this is somebody who doesn't have kids, but, um, scheduling and, uh, being organized are really, really important in your own business. Because if, if you can't handle your personal life, then that obviously is going to spill over. I'm sorry, you can't handle your business life. That's obviously going to spill over to your, your personal life. So um, I know guys that are up at 5 a.m. working out because it's the only time they have to themselves during the day. And then as soon as, you know, 8 o'clock, 9 o'clock rolls around, they know they're, you're, you know, they're going from meeting to meeting to meeting, and then they're done at 5 p.m. and they got to be home taking care of the kids. So um, I, now the one thing I will say is I do think that there are enough hours in the day to get things done. But, you know, you have to be disciplined and you have to be goal-oriented uh, to get it all done, for sure. That's fantastic. Fantastic. You know, can you tell us a little bit about uh, relationship with your father? Uh, you know, do you have any, uh, you know, like fondest memories and such? Uh, my dad's my best friend, straight up. So um, my dad, I feel, is the quintessential role model uh, in terms of what you would want to aspire to be, um, as a man. And it's what I aspire to be. Um, just because, you know, literally there's not one time in my life where he hasn't been there for me. Um, having said that he's always, as I've gotten older, he's imparted a lot of things that I didn't even think about that, you know, as a kid, you're just kind of going along with it. Cause daddy says so. Um, but he, he's, he's always said to me, you, you have to allow, kids the opportunity to make mistakes and you cannot rob them of their opportunity to pick themselves up after they fall down. Because if you do that, then you get to a point where, you know, you always feel like you can go get bailed out and daddy can always take care of it for you. And don't get me wrong. Like I said, he's been there for me, but it was not in the way that like, Hey, you can screw up. You can do whatever you want and I'll take care of it financially or make it go away. He was like, listen, I can help you, but I can't do it for you. And 
that I think is what fosters real, you know, independence as a man, which I, I believe is, is really, really important because, um, emotionally you need to be, be able to handle yourself and financially. And if you're going to, you know, get into a relationship with somebody, you got to be emotionally stable yourself. So a lot of these things are just, you don't learn it all at one time. So I don't have like a fondest memory, but I mean, you just kind of, it's like lead by example. You just see it right. and you're just like, Oh, okay. This is what I need to do myself. Fantastic. Fantastic. That's a very important life lesson because you know, like, uh, for, for even for the youngest kids, for instance, if they're used to being, well, you're right, you're right, you're right, you know, that kind of thing. I know this is kind of, you know, like a, you know, like a different example, but, uh, you know, it's always good to kind of let the kids make their own mistakes, as long as it's not something feral, you know, like you mentioned, you know, that's awesome. I appreciate yeah. that. Now, now, is there any particular experience or teachings from your dad that you believe that uh, has prepared you for fatherhood? Um, yeah, uh, you know, I've seen the way so much of, I think what he has done with, I have two brothers, so I'm the middle son, I'm 35, my older brother's 37, my younger brother's 34. Um, you know, you go through some situations where you have, there's three of us, so there's not, there's no favorites, there's no preferential treatment, everybody gets treated the same. And, um, you know, there's no, there's no partiality. So, you know, you might not always like what happens and, and you might feel, well, why does he get this? Or why does, why doesn't, you know, I remember being younger, like, well, why doesn't my dad come down harder on my brother? And this is BS and I should be, you know, in a better situation than him. But at the end of the day, I mean, he treated us all equally. So there was no favorite. It is, you know, you reap what you sow. And if you think that just because you're the oldest, you're going to get to stay up later or, you know, you're the youngest, we're going to baby you. That's, that's not really how it's been. It was, you know, you treat like you, you act, you know, like a responsible adult and you act like a good child growing up, you get treated well. And if not, there are, you know, repercussions for your behavior. So that's just how it was. Okay. Wow. And then, uh, you know, you know, because a lot of times, you know, I think some parents, they will make a mistake of making it even obvious that they favor somebody. That's, that's pretty, that, that's, that is, is definitely not a good thing, you know? Um, so, so what is, yeah, you know, like, I, and I would say that too. I, go ahead, my brother. Sorry. I was just going to say, uh, you know, whatever, there was never a time where you could be like, oh, well, you know, my older brother gets this. Why don't I get that? Because whatever the first brother got, everything was always the same from top to bottom. So middle brother, younger brother, everybody gets the same thing. There are you can never point to an instance where it's like, you know, this person got something that I didn't. Oh, man. See, that's and that's a commitment, by the way, I think. Is that an easy thing for dad to do or, you know, like parent to do? Because, you know, a lot of times you have to go an extra mile to make sure that everybody gets it, right? Yep, for so, sure. You know, it's, it's, and there was no, there is no, there was no gray line. It's black or white. And if you could, you know, there's no holes to poke in, in his argument. Nice. That's awesome, boss. And then, what, you know, one of the common advice I try and, like, you know, share with uh, folks that are growing up, uh, at a younger age, I, t I try to tell them to take advantage of, you know, especially the peop uh, when you're with your family and stuff, to be productive while you're, you know, like with your family. Don't rush to, to get out and stuff like that so that you, you can maximize the bond with your parents and also the savings and stuff like that. You know, like, of course, some parents will make you pay rent and all those things. But I know this is kind of mm -hmm. small, 
small planning, I'm sure this is probably minute for you, but uh, what do you advise those kind of you know, folks in that situation? With the finances? Right. You know, because you have some yeah. people that think it's, you know, like, I'm a grown man. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, boss. No, go ahead. No, no, because they're saying, you know, because I'm thinking it's probably, you have some people that, let's say, they feel they're older, so it's like a shame for me to be with my parents. But then if you look in reality, if you're by yourself, there's no harm with you being with your parents because you're bonding with a parent and you're, you get some kind of help, with, you know, like with finance. You or your parents as well, like you kind of help each other. So, do you know, do you, do you, do you kind of encourage people like that so that they don't really feel like it's a shame so that, it, you know, at the end of the day, is a win-win for them and their parents, correct? Yeah. I mean, honestly, you don't want to shelter a kid and just be like, hey, you right. can stay at home without a job until you're 40. Um, you don't right. want that. Um, but, but um, you know, I remember my first job out of college, you know, I was making very, very little money. And, uh, you know, they helped me out financially. But I would also say as, as I've gone along too, you know, um, it was it was like they knew that I was working hard. And so if they did want to buy me something or they did want to contribute to any kind of goal fund that I had, you know, they had no problem doing it. But it was only because of the fact that I was busting my butt myself. So, um, you know, they weren't going to be like, oh, well, you don't have a job. You don't have anything. Here's 10 grand. Like, that's not how it was going to be. Um, it was more about, listen, if you're working hard, you know, we'll, we'll be happy to help you out as long as you, you know, continue to motivate yourself and, and keep reaching for the next thing. Oh, that's fantastic. So, so I guess, uh, you know, like your advice to kind of folks in that, you know, that similar situation is to kind of to really work hard and uh, maybe through that, the other opportunities will open up, whether it's with their family or just the outside community. So, uh, that's a good idea. Uh, you know, do you have any ideas, you know, like any tips for aspiring fathers that, you know, in terms of, you know, balancing their their career ambitions and also building a family? And, you know, you know, what's your advice on this? And, you know, I know you see a lot of people. You know, it's it's one of those things where a lot of my friends who have kids, right. they're like, oh, I'm so jealous of you. And, you know, it's sometimes like, no, I'm jealous of you. You you got the, you know, the kids, you got, you know, the the family and they're like, yeah, but, you know, if I didn't have as much kid and I didn't have kids at such an early age, I could be making more money. Um, I could have more time to doing the other things that I want. Um, I feel that if you kind of you got to have to like work backwards on what kind of lifestyle you want to pick and what you want to live, you know, how you want to live first. And then, you know, you got to fill in the gaps of how do I get there? Because. I don't think there is a, a blanket statement. I know I have, I have clients who are partners at law firms who, you know, sleep at the office during the week and they're making tons of money. Um, but it can get, get really hard to get off and, and, and take time with their family. Then mm-hmm. people who are working 40 hours a week and they have all the time in the world relatively, not, you know, figuratively or not literally, but they have the time to spend with their family, uh, but they're not making enough money in their minds. So, um, I think in my mind, whether you want to be a, you know, a dad or not, to be honest, you got to figure out, well, what does the ideal lifestyle look for me? And then kind of, you know, reverse engineer it. How am I going to get there? Because, you know, if, if you, if you're going to be somebody who understands they're going to work a lot and might not like their job, but it creates enough financial freedom for you to go and, and, and you know, enjoy your family time. 
great, as long as you're happy doing that. Uh, but if you're somebody who's like, hey, I need to be enjoying whatever it is that I'm doing and, and, and you know, not every job that's paying great is going to give you a great quality of life outside of work. So I think you got to be really, really intentional in the way you approach your life and figure out what do I want the most? How am I going to get about it? How am I going to go about it? And how am I going to get it? Oh, that is fantastic. And, and you know, so the people that are they're trying to achieve the financial stability and independence, um, you know, while they're trying to keep their family values, I guess they will do that reverse engineering. Any other ideas would you think that they would look into? Well, you got to at least uh, know you have a lot of uh, holes covered, I should say. And, and like when it comes to finances, you want to make sure that, you know, if you're going to put down down payment on a home, that you have the money to, uh, you know, enough money in the bank account for an emergency fund, let's just say, because you don't want to put every single cent you have into a down payment on a home. And now all of a sudden something happens to you and you can't work and something happens or some kind of unforeseen financial event comes up and you don't have any money left in the bank. And so you also want to make sure that your fixed expenses don't um, overwhelm you on a month to month basis. Um, I'm a big fan of the 60-20-20 rule, which is basically 60% of or less of your money going to your fixed expenses, 20% going to any kind of goal fund that you might have, like a, you know, a, a savings for a home, something like that, or a wedding. And then the last 20% is really up to you to decide what you want to do with. And if you can stay in line with those three numbers, you can have a pretty good, you know, um, thought process when you go to sleep at night that you're, you're covered. Um, so that that's really the thought process is, is in addition to figuring out what kind of lifestyle, um, you want to make sure that you're covered for both the worst case scenario, but you're also living life and, and, you know, not, you know, living like a hermit, uh, right. saving because you don't want to go out for dinner one night. So, right. um, that's, that's really what it is. It's identifying a lifestyle that you have right now that is workable and is attainable, but also thinking about the long term. Where do I want to be five years, 10 years, 15 years now from now? Oh, fantastic. Thank you so much. It's been really, uh, amazing. You know, you'll be sharing, uh, you know, great wisdom because a lot of times people kind of ignore the financial planning but uh, it's really something critical especially when you have emergencies and such you know those you know those uh you know those events that were not really planned in your life but boss uh do you have any projects right now that you uh that you know like you know just initiatives or goals related you know to financing or fatherhood or or anything that you would like to share with your audience you know with you know you know with our audience today um so you know, there's a lot of things that I would say uh, I do with a thought process of maybe not having a, an account with, you know, I don't have a, a son or a daughter to have put a, a, a name on a bank account. Right. But there are things that I think about, you know, even, you know, there are so many things that people can do even before a kid gets here to, you know, uh, fund things for their kids like college education. You can fund a 529, which is a college education plan. Even before the baby gets here, you can make yourself the beneficiary and then change the name to the baby's name when it, when they're here. So you can be funding for that um, in advance. You get got, you know, things like life insurance, having that you can get it really cheap when you're really young. And as opposed to, you know, waiting for kids, you can have a lot of this stuff taken care of even before they get here, um, creating a retirement plan for yourself making sure that you have, um, you know, money left over if so that knock on wood, if you're thinking about a long term financial plan for yourself, helping your, your kids and, and 
being the most tax efficient in terms of how you leave money to your kids. Um, there, are, there are a lot of things that you can do. It's really about, you know, going back to what's most important to you now and funding the things that you might want to do for yourself now versus the long term. But there's a balance for everything. Um, you know, it's 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 there's not one perfect, you know, financial plan for for dads. You know, that's how I, I kind of put it to them. Um, you are still a human, right? So even though you're taking care of another individual, it doesn't mean you can't be a little bit, you know, sometimes selfish for yourself if you want to save up for a big TV to watch football on Sundays with, or you want to go on a vacation for yourself, everything in moderation. But if you, if you are planning well enough and you have things taken care of well enough in advance, you know, hopefully knock on wood, you don't have to be hit with too many surprises along the way. Oh, that's fantastic. Thank you, sir, for sharing these uh, this, this great, you know, advices. You know, like I hope folks can really take them and uh, make, you know, make a difference in their lives, especially dads. We need, you know, I'm, you know, I'm happy that we have this kind of knowledge, you know, like, you know, like brought to us. So, boss, uh, what would you ask, a, you know, the next guest as a dad, uh, you know, what would you, you know, like pose a question to them? Because we, you know, I like to say, you know, one guest sending the question to, to, to the next guest. I did not ask you about this because you're not a dad yet, so I didn't want to bombard you with that so but what would you like to ask the next one no i would ask them uh what kind of man or woman do they want their kids to be because i think that's you know what traits do they want because you know sometimes people um what do they say do as i say not as i do mm-hmm. and maybe they want better for their kids right. and i would say uh what do they want what kind of people do they want their kids to be Fantastic. Thanks so much, boss. Uh, you know, how can people find you so, so that they can probably, you know, like get yeah. advice or help from you? Yeah. So my practice is through uh, Northwestern Mutual. So if they literally, they Google my name, you know, Jim Charshafian, and you Google Northwestern Mutual, I'll come right up. My website comes right up. Um, you know, and then if they want to reach out to me, my email address is jim.charshafian at nm.com. So they can hit me up there as well. Fantastic. Thanks so much for really, you know, being with us today. And uh, we, you know, like I thank you for the, for, for all the great advice that you shared with us. Thank you, sir. Thank yeah. You. Anytime, Sully. Awesome. Awesome. And, and you right. know, folks can really, can uh, go ahead and uh, join us, you know, you know, into the Dad Puzzles community. We, we are looking for, for more, more subscribers, more, more wisdom seekers, you know, you know, as dad, so that we can really, you know, like encourage each other and, and, and be better as fathers. So please join us at dadpuzzles.com. From there, you will find all the social media handles where, you know, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, we, we are looking for everybody, you know, and everyone. So thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Dad Puzzles. We hope you learned something from today's podcast. Please leave us a review and give us a thumbs up. And don't forget to subscribe to our mailing list and YouTube channel. Plus follow and like our Instagram and Facebook pages or any social media of your choice. You can also visit dadpuzzles.com for more resources that will help ease you into your parenthood journey. Thanks again for listening to Dad Puzzles.